Geek Loves Nerd is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out today, see what I've done for others, and see what we can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. This is Geek Loves Nerd Podcast, trying to find something in common since 1996. Geek Loves Nerd. Hey. Nerd loves hey. Where you been? I don't know. Where have you been? I've <laughs> been hanging out online. Because I've been doing parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're a party girl now. Mm-hmm. Apparently. For four-year-olds. I've been talking to S.O.G. Freeman. <laughs> I wish all of us could be that lucky. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is Geek Loves Nerd Podcast, finally. Show number 32, brought to you the week of December 18th, 2008. My name is James, and I'm the geek. And my name's Jen, I'm the nerd. And um, a mighty fine nerd you are. Thank you. I mean that with all my heart. I think that I take that as a compliment. You should, because you don't get many of anything from me lately. That's right. I'm just a mean, ornery uh, SOG. Man. <laughs> SOG. SOG. Fruben. Fruben. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm James. I'm the geek. And, and this is uh, Geek Loves Nerd, where we just talk about stuff. It's not just about our life. It's not just weekly updates. We give uh, just commentary and advice and our thoughts on uh, the things we believe about marriage and relationships. And basically, just trying to help geeks out there, girls and guy geeks, uh, be better spouses. Because my theory is, Jen. Mm hmm. The geek spouses sometimes um, have a habit of overlooking their spouse's needs and becoming obsessed with things that Geeky. aren't very important. Yeah, ultimately oh. aren't. We love them. I don't, I'm not saying they're not fun, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, you know, yeah. a lot of stuff we get obsessed with is not important compared to the things that really are like family. So, Like me. That's kind of one of the points here. Yeah, I want you guys to be more focused on the needs that Jen has. <laughs> no, not quite like that. That's what she's I was, basically saying. I was basically talking about you in particular. Oh. So, I, yeah. Um, uh, th- we have a sponsor this week. We do. Yeah. Spirit Blade Productions sponsored this episode, episode 32 of Geek Loves Nerd. Uh, they wanted me to read this. for This uh, Spirit Blade Productions at spiritblade.net is for Christian sci-fi and, and fantasy that's unsterilized, unsafe, and unleashed. Wow. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like, kind of edgy. That's not like this, the Christian sci-fi that I want. Unsterilized. I didn't know that you sterilized your sci-fi. <laughs> Apparently some people do. I dip Christian yeah, sci-fi. That's can true. Be sterilized. I dip Star Wars in boiling hot water before I pop it in the old DVD player. <laughs> you should. It's full of in dirty the, things. In there with the bottles and the and the baby nipples and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to get that stuff clean. So check out uh, Spirit Blade Productions at spiritblade.net. That's spirit as in demons, blade <laughs> as in the Something devil's knife. Something you can cut yourself with. Not devil's knife. I don't know. Just it's wanna... a sterile. Oh, no, it's unsterilized. I'm yeah, sorry. it's unsterilized. Oh, it's, well. Matter of fact, it was sterile, and mm. they purposefully unsterilized it. There is a process involved, mm. and uh, just like something that is safe made unsafe, and something that was leashed. It's has unleashed. now been let go. Could it be the force? Unleashed. Hey, geek cred rising on Jen. Mm. Uh, weekly update time. Some people want us to have uh, segments. 
for okay. that, like we do in the other show. So yeah. I want you to record a segment right now. Just do a little song that I will use from uh, now on. No. Come on. Weekly update. I'm not doing a song. You do a weekly update. You you have a guy. You have a guy who does your voices. That's That was it right there. I'm going to use that clip right there. The weekly update yeah. clip. Yeah. Okay. No, you go first. I ha- you have a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context. That sounds terrible. Yeah, um, okay, weekly update real quick. Uh, Jenna's birthday was this week. And, and you... you <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> you referenced that. Jen coughed because we're actually lying. Uh, she <laughs> gets nervous. No, we had a birthday. Tell, tell us a little bit about your uh, birthday party well, planning. Jenna turned four, and we had, I think, seven? seven yeah, seven other children besides Jenna over mm. and all their parents. And their parents. And, um, we should have, have friends with uh, more single parents. Yeah. That way we cut down on the amount of parents in the room. Well, the parents didn't eat a lot. They really It, it was really weird because, like, I figured out at four-year-old parties you don't set out food like you do at other parties. Nope. No goldfish, no pretzels. No scorpions. And uh, you have to keep them busy. It isn't like you can just socialize and hang out. Nope. You have to be busy the whole time. No, it's like babysitting other people's kids. Yeah, not cool. For two hours. But Jenna really liked it. She had a blast. And you did a great job, I got to say. Miss Jen here um, sometimes has a habit of getting, uh, you know, excited about something, then she'll want to do it, but then she gets stressed out about mm-hmm. it to the point that she hates everything to do with it. This time, not so. She was level-headed and all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, as much as I'd love to give her full credit for that, um, there was other people involved. Yeah, I think your sister helped a lot. Uh, yeah, she did a little I'd bit. I'd say she pretty much kept She me blew up some on. balloons, by God. I, <laughs> I am the one. <laughs> Yes. No, I did a magic show. I got you to do did. a magic show. You did a great job. Tell the people about the magic show, would you? Because I can't talk about myself. He did a ma- – that was our second event that we did once the kids got there and got settled. He did a big magic show, and Jenna loved it. All the kids loved it. And all the adults loved it, too. Everybody, he had everybody in the room. Everybody was into it, all the kids. Yeah, because I felt great. stupid after the first couple of tricks, and I'm like, yeah, these are just simple tricks. And I heard one of the adults say, simple? Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah. It's all in the presentation, like you tell me. Well, I did a, uh, what was the first one I did? The flowers? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you did the one that was silly. Oh, yeah, I have a magic wand that's a big, fat magic wand, and I'm like, I'm going to do some big tricks here today. And I had Jenna come up since she was birthday girl. And you flip the wand, and the wand, it's like a nesting dolls, except it's nesting wands. And the outer wand comes off, and you've got a thinner wand in your hand, you've got two wands, right? And so you have her hold it in one hand, and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to try to do this trick again. That one apparently didn't work out too good. You flip the wand, the wand a, a sheath falls off. You've got three wands. You hold. She holds the wand in the other hand. So uh, you do it again. Another another one comes off. You've got four. Uh, then I have her tuck that one, uh, hold it between her knees. And then I do it one more time. I've got this eensy, thin, little pencil-sized wand, uh, this one more sheath, and there's nowhere to stick it. So I have her um, – oh, no, no, no. There's two more times because I have one under her arm and another one under her arm, and then there's one last one. Uh, so I've got like six of them going right now, and there's nowhere to put it on Jenna, so you have you have them hold it in their teeth, and it, it gets a good laugh. It's very funny for preschoolers. <laughs> I don't know, really know why, but it's yeah. very hilarious. And I did the needle through the balloon, you know, without popping it. I did a thing where I poured water in a cup and then dumped it on somebody's head, except it didn't come out. What was funny about that is you used a boy to dump 
uh, you know, and he just had this big old grin on his face like he was he wanted, hoping he wanted to get wet. water was going to pour out of this <laughs> thing right on his head. Uh, we've got some stuff we do where I have these rabbits that the kids are convinced are black on one side, white on the other. But then you pull uh, the covers off and, and they're actually uh, yellow and, and red on one side and black on the and white on the other. So kind of messes with them. And then I got this Dudley the Dragon thing. That's that my I favorite. Do. Jen's favorite dragon runs back and forth between these two doors. And, and then the, he peeks. And then he peeks out from the side and it turns out he disappeared from the castle and all this stuff. So it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Good stuff. And Jenna, when when we asked her, uh, you know, what was your favorite stuff about your party afterwards? She says the presents was number one. I said, what's the, what was the other favorite? What was number two? Um, you doing the dragon uh, magic tricks and stuff? And I said, what was number three? And she says, um, Amy blowing up the balloons. My sister. <laughs> Coming in, blowing up her balloons. and Abby were playing with the balloons. Oh, they had so much fun. And then, like, I was like, okay, what else? And she's like, well, there was a grasshopper in the grass. And, and, <laughs> and I was like, what's the next one? Oh, there were clouds in the sky. And I had to take a nap that day. And I'm like, we're getting into some pretty unfavorite stuff. Then finally, at the very end, like after 20 or 30 of these, she finally said, oh, yeah, and mom did some stuff. Wow. <laughs> That's such a big fat lie. <laughs> She thanked me and everything. Oh, man, she loves you. She thinks you're she awesome. She won't even know till later, till she has to do some four-year-old party for her daughter. Wow. And she'll be like, yeah, I, I at least the beast. So, yeah, special uh, thanks to Amy for coming out and helping out. And Abigail for being cute. Yes, Abby was great. Abby didn't fall down the stairs this time. The niece, um, she's big. She's giant. She's giant. She's almost two and a half. She was talking. Um, my name is Names, by the way, and that's <laughs> that's Nen. So, Miss Nen. Or Aunt Nin. And then uh, your, your, my sister left, and then uh, your dad came in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a revolving family so door. We've had lots of stuff going on. That's why we haven't done shows. Uh, I was sick for a week, a week straight, like, and uh, didn't feel like doing the show. And then all this birthday planning and family coming in and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but Jen's dad was great. He did everything Jenna wanted him to. He did everything. Well, it's just so weird because 13-plus years ago when I was just dating you, you know, I was kind of scared of him. You were scared of my dad? I was scared of your dad. And I didn't know that. He was, he was kind of a manly man. You know, he mm-hmm. worked construction. He hung out with all these burly dudes. And, and he was real quick to judge you if you did, did anything, you know, that wasn't real masculine. He was that way with your brothers, too. Uh, you know, there was man's work. And then there was mm-hmm. woman's work and all this. Well, I was really shocked. And the last of my fears kind of melted away when I walked in and saw him draped in a princess blanket <laughs> holding a Gabriella Montez doll and watching uh, Sleeping Beauty with my daughter. <laughs> Yeah, she I particularly had him. liked it when uh, she was fixing his hair, and he's just sitting there. <laughs> I mean, my dad, my dad didn't do that kind of stuff when I was little. So yeah, I must had, be the grandparent thing. It must be. It's got to be because he was just. I was like, if I got to take a picture of this, <laughs> take it back to the base where he works and show the guys. He but probably wouldn't even care at this point. He probably wouldn't. He was in a Klingon wedding. Yeah, unless that's we forget. True. Uh, but uh, yeah. I, it it was it was pretty good. It was pretty fun. Jen uh, Jen Jenna had him wrapped around her finger. The only bad thing is Dad was he's doing shift work. So his 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 uh, what do you call it? I was going to say biological <laughs> clock, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's ticking. His, <laughs> his sleeping is really off, and um 
and we I have this whole bean coffee because I always grind it before I make coffee. Well, the other morning at three in the morning, <laughs> yes, and it woke me out of a dead sleep. Like, what's he doing making coffee at three in the morning? That's he, when he gets up. And they're an hour they're an hour ahead of us, so it was really four to him, which is still insane. Yeah, but he did. He was like fast asleep at about seven thirty eight o'clock. So your dad slept a lot, and he was freezing. He was. It He's was from Georgia. It was particularly cold this week. Yeah, it's been crazy cold. It's like hurting cold. Mm-hmm, like ten. Yeah, and so. I know people in Minnesota or wherever. Yeah, and Trevor from nobody's listening up in Canada is laughing at us because you know a foot of snow is nothing to them, and we had three inches, and it shut the town down for a day. Yeah. That's okay. It's all relative. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm pretty macho living in the Midwest dealing with three and a half inches when I go down south. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they had snow once in their whole life. And it's 80 degrees right now. Yeah. It's 10 here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was good. It was good having family and stuff. So tell me tell me about Walmart. You've got the word um, Walmart here. <laughs> it's just a quick little update. Now, yeah. last night, we they were calling for freezing rain today. So I read that last night at like 11 o'clock and I thought... We need about a hundred thousand groceries. Because we have nothing. We had family over. We had and a birthday I party. We didn't go to Walmart. Want to get stuck with nothing and not be able to go anywhere? Because we ran out of toilet paper the other day. That's yes, how bad we did. it was. And that never happened. We're using our sleeves. Oh God. Anyway, so I don't like to go out when it's really bad because I, I had worry short about sleeves. the kids. James, don't be gross. Not gross. So you do what you have to do. Oh gosh. Anyway, so I went to Walmart at eleven o'clock. Eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. I I would not suggest this to anybody, because you would think it would be less crowded, and I guess in theory it is. But the people that are there have a presence that they, makes up for it. They do, and they're and then the in the grocery area they're stocking all the shelves, mm-hmm. so there's no people in your way, but there's there's large um, pallets of stuff, mm-hmm. and and the people who are stocking the shelves they don't want to get out of your way. There's a reason they work at night. Yeah, they're not real. And friendly. we have Walmart employees that listen to the show, and they know that this is the truth. Yeah, it's different. Very different. But then, um, yeah, I was looking around at the people, people who are shopping at Walmart at 1130, and it's like these, there are these night people out there, these night people you never see during the day. Mm-hmm. They come out at night. They're vampires. I, I was thinking that if, if people were going to zer- turn into zombies, these would be the first zombie people. <laughs> the Walmart, the 11 o'clock Walmart It's like that people. opening scene from Shaun of the Dead where everybody's still alive, but they all look like zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think they're vampires. Probably. Like the closest thing we're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. So if you ever want to see a vampire, go to Walmart. If you ever want to do an outreach to vampires. Go to Walmart. Go to Walmart. Walmart. Tell them. <laughs> Your soul may be on it and saving, but we can try. Hmm. So, yeah, um, Walmart is a great place. The, the freaks come out at night, and they close one door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luckily I did remember that. The greeter is not quite as chipper. No, he's looking at you like... It's a he, by the way, not a 90-pound old lady. Nope. It's a big, burly dude, mm-hmm. and he wants you to mess up. He does. He wants to jump you. Make a mistake. So, you know, we saw some weird things at Walmart. We used to go at night all the time. Yeah, in Macon, I remember. Saw people oh. getting chased. Oh, and yeah. tackled by security guards. That was exciting. That happened at the mall, too. That's the thing. That lady, that 90-pound old lady with the flare at the exit, she may look harmless, but she has a walkie-talkie nearby. <laughs> you said she can call the, the popo. Mm-hmm. She's tough. She's got authority, even though she doesn't have power. 
So uh, kid stuff. Uh, I was playing in the room just a few minutes ago with Jenna. Mm-hmm. Wrestling on the floor. Wrestling. Wrestling and the tossing and, and gamton. Gamaton. That's what my grandma used to say. Gamaton all over the floor, throwing everybody and all this kind of stuff. For some reason, I, I screamed and, and like like I was in pain, you know, pretending like somebody got me. And I'm like, ah, or maybe I was mocking the boy. I don't know. One of the I two. And Jenna's got this little snarky thing <laughs> now where she's got jokes all of a sudden. <laughs> she does have jokes. And she's like, is that the way boys cry? <laughs> I heard her say that. I'm going to knock her out. Is that how boys cry? <laughs> she is kind of snarky. <laughs> Well, you know, and and I know I said it on the on nobody's listening, but you know, the other day I, she went to climb in the back of the element over the back seats, and I helped her out. I s- stuck her foot first over the back seats, but she got stuck between the seat and her car seat, uh, and she's just trying to wall her out. And I, I go back to the cart, get some more stuff, because I know she's independent. She doesn't want my help. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I tried to lazy. help her. If I tried to help her, she would have yelled at me. So I let her try to work it out. But she can't. She can't get out. And rather than cry about it or or scream about it or even ask for my help, she just kind of stops, flops her head back at me and goes, so how was your day? (laughs) I'm going to be here for a while. Might as well have a conversation. (laughs) I'm like, you're four years old. You're making jokes like you're 18. What's the deal? She's a mess. uh, As far as what's going on in the Dunder's life, um, He's he's a lot happier now that all his teeth have popped. He's got mm-hmm. six teeth. He's been sleeping. He's, he's got two of the biggest giant teeth you ever saw no, in your life. They really are hippo teeth. They're as big as. Can a you hippo imagine what that must have felt like and why he was so miserable? But he's Not sleeping through cold. the night now, which is good. Hopefully that'll stay. And uh, he's clapping now. Yeah, it's very cute. And he likes me. He clapped during Jenna's Christmas program today. Yeah, he did. Man, that, that one kid took a header right off the stage. Thing. She was that? having a bad day anyway. Yeah, this little girl, she's cute as a button, probably the second cutest kid on the stage. And uh, all of a sudden, her face is in the carpet. And uh, she, they stand her back up, and she tries to hold it together, but that hand comes out <laughs> like Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? The little hand comes out. She points it at her mom like she's a compass, <laughs> like she's Hitler. Jenny used to do that, though. And she cries, like reaches through time and space for her mother. <laughs> I, know, I see her mom throw her other child away, like toss it in the general direction mm-hmm. of some grandparents and begin to try to make her way to the front. But then the teacher grabbed, grabbed the kid and comforted the kid. And mm-hmm. they put the kid back up a little bit later. And she never sang another song the entire time. Oh, she just she looked didn't. miserable. But she went back up. She, yeah, she was just sad. She wouldn't have gone back up probably if she went to her mother. No, though. gosh, no. So it was best. Yeah. Poor I don't thing. know what I'd have done. If Jenna took a header, I'd have, I'd have been mad if I hadn't got it on tape. That would have been good. A good clip for Geekless Nerd. Yeah. Well, we're moving right along. We don't always do TV and movie stuff, but I wanted to talk a little bit about a show we've recently started watching and really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's so much better than House. I got kind of tired of House. I like House. I know you like House. You're, you love it. That's great. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of heroes. I'm done. Who cares? 24, the new revelation thing came out. I don't even care. Don't care. Uh, you know, Lost can come back on. I don't care. I, I like Lost. That's great. I don't care. That wow. guy spun a huge thing in the middle of an ice cavern and the, and the, the, the island disappeared. I don't care. Once mm. they got off the island, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, but we're watching The Mentalist. Very good show. Yeah, I like it a lot. Love it. In fact, it. we have an epi to watch. Yes, we do. Can't wait. And uh, I like everything about it. It's a well-written show. Um, like the character, like the actor. 
Um, I do not like the giant redheaded woman. Which one is that? She's like one of the main characters. Oh, one of the police Scalpel. People? What's her name? I don't remember Scalpy. the names. I don't know, but she's giant. And that's fine. I, I actually like the fact that she doesn't show any skin. And she's modest. And she's pretty. But, but David would say that um, she was kind of mannish. A little bit. You kind of have a thing with that, don't you? Because you said that about Jennifer Gardner, too. Yeah, but you say a thing like I like it. No, I meant a thing like it really bothers you. Well, yeah. Well. If I wanted a man. Well, I mean, some women are just If I wanted to look at a man. Bigger. That's fine. I'm just saying. Just not your I, I actually, on the other hand, do appreciate it because she's not like a typical person, uh, like a typical leading lady uh, on the show. Uh, but, but she's still pretty and she's still, but she's not, they're not trying to make her all like hotness or something. She's very conservative and, and a little uptight and, and that's cool. Um, and then the main lady, again, very un, uh, I mean, not unattractive, but not, you know, this super hottie chick. She's from prison break. Yeah. And, uh, I think it works though. Mm-hmm. Like all the characters are unconventional. The big, the big giant guy, he would usually be the fat dorky dude. And he's not fat, and he's not really dorky, mm-hmm. except when he got high on those uh, painkillers. Pain that was hilarious. And then the Asian dude, you know, he's ripped. He's like, and he's very serious and stern. He's probably my favorite character outside of uh, the mentalist dude. Mm. So I like it. It's a little formulated. I, it seems like already they're they're really struggling to try to show ways that he's really super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like when when he was trying to balance those. Um, forks on the cup and you were like what did he just do i'm like oh that's a trick that messes with people but mm-hmm. um i don't know i hope i hope they can keep it going for a while yeah at least a couple of seasons but the minute they jump the shark the minute claire jump bennett shows up from heroes you never heard that phrase uh-uh. okay jump the shark means when they do something on a show because it's failing and they do it to get ratings they do something oh. crazy like in happy days that's where it started there was an episode where Fonzie literally on skis jumped over a shark. And really? so that's what they call it. This show has jumped the shark. Wow. And, and there's Happy an, Days created a, a slogan. Or yeah, it did. A, what do you call those? Mm, a Mimi. <laughs> no, it's, there was no internet when Happy Days was on. <laughs> oh, yes, there was. We just didn't have access yeah, to it. Yeah, well, it didn't do us any good. Uh, okay, so Mel, let's check it out. Um, episode 10 just went last week. Is it on ABC? I have no idea. Or NBC? It's know. on one of the major networks. It is. It may ABC, be on... NBC, CBS, Fox. We don't know. If it's on Fox, don't get hooked on it because they're going to cancel it. Any mm. good shows, they cancel or screw up. So, yeah. uh, We got an Ask Jen question. Mm-hmm. Can we get another song for the Ask Jen segment? Ask Jen. Ask Jen. Oh. Um, no, hi, like James that. and Jen. Just had a question for Jen. I'm wondering what are some of her top picks for music on her iPod? What is your favorite band or artist? Well, keep up the great podcast. Jen from Kentuck A. Hmm. I'm not a good person to answer that question because I don't update my iPod very often because I always forget the new songs. That's okay. But what is currently, if we were to go most played? Top pick would be my workout songs. And what kind of songs do you work out to? Um, it's, it's like a mishmash of, of, uh, a mishmash, like, um, black eyed peas, pish posh, 
that Bla- black eyed peas. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. It's got in a here. fast tempo. Yeah, it's good for working out. And then, um, and then, uh, is there any other hardcore gangster rap you like listening to? Newsboys. Oh wow. Breakfast. That one about breakfast. I forget what it's called. Oh my gosh! They don't <laughs> serve breakfast in hell. I know. I don't really like it, but it's kind of faster paced. And um. And Bon Jovi, it's my life. <laughs> I told you I'm a bad person to ask such things. Okay. It's now or never. I uh, don't want to wait forever. I like um, Casting Crowns, too. But they're not workout music. <laughs> that that <laughs> one's right there next to... Uh, <laughs> next to Black Let's Up. get it started <laughs> yeah. in here. And Natasha Bedingfield's um, uh, Unwritten. That's another fave. <laughs> for working out, not really for regular listening. Uh. Um, I listen to all the old stuff, the old Christian stuff. Like name some bands, give the people what uh, they want. Newsboys, um, help me out, James. I don't know. What are you into? Um, not into much. A little bit of Michael W. Smith. Yeah, not so much. Um, Why do you wear your cross of gold? No, not that one. Gosh, <laughs> what's your line? No, I take. The, I I can't remember the names of the artists anymore. Do you listen to Billy Ray Cyrus? No. It should have been me standing there with you. But that would be a good one to download. <laughs> Could you sing that for me? Oh, I don't download music. (laughs) I meant download from iTunes after we pay for it. I do that. Uh, What else? I'm going to stretch you here because I just went through your CDs. Do you still listen to classical music at all? No, but I need to get it back into it. I don't have any on my iPod. Mm. Jen likes listening to baby Einstein Mm, music. No, I don't like that one. And Elmo. No, no Elmo. Okay. That's all. Is that it? Do you, you listen to Shane and Shane? No. No? Okay. So mostly Christian stuff, huh? Yeah, mostly like contemporary Christian. And then Black Eyed Peas for a little booty god booty music. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of, that's what it's we a get. little bit peppier than most. That's what you get on one of the stations here, the, the R&B station, Sunday morning, early, early, they're playing booty music. Then they take a few hours out and they play God music, and then it's more booty music, so it's referred to... You can apply that to your life, the way some people live their lives. On Sunday, they're Christians, but then a way, so they're not, so they have a booty guy, booty life. But that, that Black Eyed Peas song has no booty in it. No, it doesn't. Jen used to think they were Christians. <laughs> did. Christian until, band. Until uh, I found out they sang that other song. Yeah, the something song. I don't even the, know. Um, the Junk in My Trunk or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something really What are you going to do with all that junk? All that junk in those jeans or something like that. Yeah, something. yeah. But she, she, the first song she heard from them was "Where Is the Love." Mm, I didn't know that was Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, I want that song too. I like that one. So, if you have any questions for Jen, uh, send them to Geek Loves Nerd or a, or any music um, suggestions. Suggestions. Yeah. Send your questions to Geek Loves Nerd at gmail.com. Subject: Ask Jen. That'd be great. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna do our main topic. We're going to talk about the five love languages. Now we're back. We're going to do our main topic. We'd mentioned that was going to be the five love languages. If some of you aren't familiar with that, it's a book by some dude. Do you know who it's by? Uh, Gary Small. Gary Sperling. 
No. Gary Smacky. Smalley. Gary Smalley has a book out called The Five Love Languages. And uh, it talks about in relationship – it's in relation to married people. And uh, his theory, and it, it holds true, that there are five ways that people receive love, five primary ways that people receive love or that's the way they feel loved is by these five things. Um let me see if I can find out what they are. Uh, Do you want me to try? Well, I know one of them would be like uh, physical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Affection. Yeah. Affection would be one of them. Acts of service, I is believe. Gary Chapman? Oops. Yeah. Gary Chapman is actually the author of the book. Um, um, one of them is gifts. Gifts. Yeah. Like if you like to get gifts from people. Which I think everybody does, but some people really like it. Yeah. One of them is acts of service. Right. And let's see, that leaves two more. One of them is, uh, I don't know, I'm seeing a lot of tests. I should have pulled all these up before. I don't know, but it is by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages. Uh, Oh, goodness. There's the quiz. Physical gifts. Quality time. Quality time. And verbal stuff. Oh, verbal affirmation. Yeah. So did we get them all? I think so. Gifts, mm-hmm. quality time, acts of service, physical, and verbal, verbal affirmation. Okay. So Jen and I have okay. never read this book. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not really an expert, as you no, can tell. We just heard about it. We and don't know it. We took some online quizzes the other day because we were mm-hmm. having – just be honest. We give a little peek in our life. We were having troubles – um, just between us, uh, with both of us feeling exactly the same way that each of us were feeling that we were being taken for granted mm-hmm. by the other, not being appreciated. Yeah. yeah. And we had argue and, and just take a step back and listen to it. You know, we, we were arguing the same thing, but we were saying, each of us was saying, but I do this for you, and I do this for you, and I say this, and I say this, and I've told you this, and I've done this, and I'm sitting there, and I'm telling her, but I do this for you, and I do this, and I've done this. Don't you know? And she's coming back with, um, but you've said this, and you've said this, and you said this. Well, we take a test online, just a stupid little stupid test that we made fun of later. Um, hmm. It turns out Jen's primary love language is... Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Jen, kind words. I can do all kinds of things for her. I could sweep the floor. I could um, dust the monkeys. I could do all kinds of things. <laughs> and if I turned around and said, I did this because you won't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it would absolutely nullify everything. Now, every woman out there goes, well, yeah. But in Jen's case, it would be. Like it never existed. Well, yeah, because I'd even rather close to that. I'd rather you not do it and not say something mean, and me have to do it than. But she takes those things very personally, and mm-hmm. and if I could, I was sitting there going, "But I've done these different things for you, and I've shown you, you know, I do these things so you won't have to, because I don't take you for granted. I know how hard you work." And she's like, "But you know, blah blah blah." And and then it turned out on my end, mine, my primary love language was. Of course, everybody's trying to guess it, but it was it was physical, and it's not what you're thinking, people. Affection. It was affection, yeah. It, it was. I I don't want to be told. I want to kiss. I want to hug. I want to mean nothing. Yeah, to they mean nothing. It was so far down on the list. I don't even understand English anymore. 
I just hear it like a dog. It sounds like uh, Charlie Brown. But uh, so that was the thing. Here I am feeling taken for granted because Jen, but Jen's wondering why in the world is he feeling taken for granted? I told him that I appreciated this. Mm-hmm. I told him. And, and that's the thing that I've gathered from this is you typically uh, try to love your spouse um, with your love language. In the way you want to be loved. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Jen's going to communicate a lot. And I am going to try to kiss her and, and hug her and, and say nice things to her. Um, and, and I'm going to try to do things for her. Because apparently my second one was there's a, there's a secondary love language. And it was mm-hmm. acts of service. So was mine. So, uh, you know, it carries a lot of weight, but not as much as the primary. So um, <clears throat> I guess what we wanted to do is open your mind to this if you've never heard of it. Check it out and maybe get the book. <laughs> Unlike us, <laughs> maybe read maybe it. Maybe read it and let us know what we're missing out on. But go online, take oh, a test, and the tests are kind of funny though. Let me let me show you what I got here. Um, they give you two options where you have to pick between one or the other, and you if you're halfway intelligent, you can guess what they're trying to get once you know the five. Mm-hmm. But I feel whole when we hug, or. What you do affects me more than what you say. <laughs> See, that was physical and, and then um, acts of service, you know. Uh, and I feel loved when you affirm me or visible symbols of love are very important to me. It, it was things like, this is a different test than one we took, but it was like, would you rather go on a long walk or receive some small gifts? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. This is pretty cool. And we had fun with that later because <laughs> I was like, when it was time to do the dishes and I realized acts of service was not a primary love language, the verbal was, I was like, would you like me to do the dishes or would you like me to tell you you're the best dishwasher in the world? <laughs> and in that case, I chose do the dishes. <laughs> so you know, Words it, of affirmation only go so yeah, far. Yeah, well, in theory, I should be able to be like, wow. You know what? You clean the kitchen better than anybody I ever saw. And then go watch TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the, I, th- there's a problem with these quizzes. It's a foundational, a fundamental flaw, don't you think? It's what? You could manipulate them however yeah. you want? Would you rather be burned at the stake or eat a piece of poop? <laughs> I, my primary language is poop. <laughs> my gosh, I never knew. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Oh, man. I also realized one of my primary love languages is video games. <laughs> I feel most love when you A, hug me, or B, buy me a video game. <laughs> that would be gifts. No, it's video games specifically. Many small gifts. Small gifts. gifts. I don't want you to <laughs> chop up the video game and give me pieces of it. I know I kept imagining what one of them was like, would you rather receive many small gifts or go on a, I think you said it, go on a long walk, and I thought would these gifts be? Yeah. <laughs> Why here, would we be walking Here is to? a single Pez. <laughs> yeah. it, it'd be like, it'd be, if you combine them, it could be like E.T. You just lay a, a, a Reese's <laughs> Pieces down once, you know, every three steps. You get gifts um, during your walk. <laughs> this is like great. I have quality time and I have gifts. My primary and secondary love language combined. Give me gifts while we're walking. Till some toddler finds them, you know, and walks ahead and eats your pieces. <laughs> I think we're losing our point. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a lot of fun with it, and uh, hopefully you will, too. Check it out. Uh, Gary Chapman, 
five love languages. Um, you know, we 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 don't work for him. If we did, we I'd, would know his name. I'd be perhaps? giving <laughs> I'd be giving you some Amazon links if you bought it. You know, Gary but, Chapman would like to sponsor a show. Yeah, <laughs> we'll hook you up, man. We'll make fun of you. It'd be great. I like you to compliment my achievements, or I know you love me when you do things for me that you don't enjoy doing. <laughs> So basically, would you like to tell someone that they are awesome or would you rather clean their toilet? <laughs> hmm. So yeah, go take a test online. Save yourself the money. Gary Chapman. Uh, but I let me see. What what's the five love languages? It's the five love five love languages dot com. And you'll see his grinning self. He's very happy because he's made a lot of money on his oh, book. Oh, <laughs> definitely. And there's various versions. There's the five love languages for men and uh, for marriages and for couples and for this and for that. I don't know. Just get the original book. There's the five love languages of children. What are they? I haven't looked. But they're, they're I think the they're the same. I mean, am I, I, what would you say Jenna's primary love language is? Words of affirmation. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I think quality time would be a very close mm-hmm. second, if not first. Yes, because she likes being around. She loves being she... around us, and she loves hearing good things. And you mm-hmm. can praise her, praise her, praise her all the time. And she will just do anything you want her but to do. But doing stuff for her, she takes it for granted. Yes, yeah, she all does. All kids do. It's their job. What do you think Dunder's primary love language is? Food. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. That would be small gifts, wouldn't it? (laughs) Well, words of affirmation don't go very far with it. (laughs) Acts of service. He kind of takes that for granted. Yeah, he does. Uh, What are the others? Um, Airplanes. I think think firemen and policemen will come into play. Dinosaurs probably eventually. (laughs) So, yeah. Hmm. All right, well, that, that's our main topic, I guess. If you have anything to add, comments, whatever, you can send them to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com or you can uh, call us, 206-600-5704. We don't have much in the way of E and V mail. When you don't do shows, apparently people forget about you. People don't so like So send us some stuff, people. Call us, write us, send us ideas, things you want to hear us talk about, blah, blah, blah. We do have one voicemail, though, and uh, let me see if you can guess who it's from. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Hello, Jennifer. I love you. I just wanted to say it. Bye. Peace out. Hmm. <laughs> Could that be the all-famous Christian clown JoJo? That's JoJo the Christian clown from JoJoTheChristianClown.com calling in to tell you he, he loves, loves you. That's so nice. In your primary love language, no less. Wow. <laughs> He knows how to get to you. Mm. All right, that's our show for this week. Uh, Sorry it's a little short, but, you know, whatever. So is my wife. Uh, Website, geeklovesnerd.com. Check it out. Try to talk Jen into blogging. Email us at geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. We got forums that you can visit through there. And um, call us again, 206-650-704. Give us topic ideas, your feedback on any of our topics or past shows, uh, questions for Jen for the Ask Jen segment. You can also share kids' stories and all that kind of stuff. Remember, drawyoupicture.com and our sponsor this uh, week, Spirit Blade Productions for Christian sci-fi and fantasy that's unsterilized, unsafe, and unleashed. Visit www.spiritblade.net. Hey, Jen, you know what? What? I loved you. I loved you, too. <laughs> oh, no. Words of affirmation. I don't even hear you. I don't even know what you're saying. Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> so much better. <laughs>